something yeah like a little like introduct like it's like oh how are you doing with blah 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 oh you know blah 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 oh yeah no. that's really cool <laughs> like what about this thing not like i thought maybe something like a little that. bit yeah, a little yeah. bit just just a touch and then we didn't and then i was like oh okay is this the front of the microphone hey everybody oh god you're sounding great welcome yep you're listening to the Greasy Conversation broadcast listening experience where you listen and we're in a new studio. Let me reveal it to you. Check it out. Ta-da! New vision. That's <laughs> got it all happening. Okay. Hey, can you go to Ableton and like turn down the theme song? We moved, I will not. Who does that? But like all delicately. Oh, perfect. Okay, and then I'm slamming that safe door shut, and then we can call upon the submarine of knowledge. Behold, we go into the depth of learning on yeah. Radio Vegas Rocks. Welcome. You're in a new portion of Radio Vegas Rocks right now. Hey, what's going on, Chris? We're testing out new angles. If you think this is fancy, if you go to the YouTube page for RadioVegas.rocks or the fresh new Twitch page for that very same entity, RadioVegas.rocks, and maybe toss us some connecty, likey, subscribey time on there. They say to click the bell icon, but even if you just subscribe and you're not a bell clicker, I still appreciate you. All right. Where to start, gentlemen? It feels like so much has happened since last week. Most of it we don't even know about. Um, how about, I mean, we all like, who likes to go to work, you know? Like deep down on some level, like who likes to go to work, right? Work goers. Workers. I mean, like, so you, you, if you find like a decent job where it's like, it's not too bad, you're like, all right, I can tolerate it, you know, but. It, it's a routine. Yeah. And it's a thing that you go and do because they give you money and Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it feels a little esoteric at times, intangible, just in that simple fact that you go and do a thing that literally anyone could do. And this company that makes money off of a process gives you part of that money and yeah it's a society yeah exactly (laughs) and we can't do much about it but so home dude and uh i guess we can guess where this where this happened it won't be hard i'm sure is this a guess where where this happened yep certainly is okay so our buddy 32 year old brian anderson calls the cops he wasn't feeling like going into work one day at his job at a hardy's restaurant Mm-hmm. So he calls 911 and reports that he's robbed. Says that two gunmen took his necklace, money, and phone, and they hopped in a car and drove away. So deputies show up, start questioning him a little bit, and things don't add up. There was no robbery. So he just like, fate, like made up a robbery to try to get out of work. Like, if you don't like your job that much, you know, just go just, get another job, you know? Just call out. Yeah, or just call like, out. You don't need to make this grandiose mission to <laughs> right. like get out of work. I know. Like they're gonna excuse the oh you were robbed. Oh no no I made up a story about getting robbed. <laughs> yeah, like, and then the, I got and then I got arrested for uh, the, the cops had to take me down. But no, he did get charged with misusing the nine one one system and giving false information to the cops. What what's that in a fine? I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't say. It's 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 probably decent. 
Yeah, I, I imagine it would have been better just to like call off work. But I don't know if you get like that work anxiety, like especially in the U.S. where there aren't like great protection for workers, especially just like entry level jobs or like, you know, at, like a Hardee's where calling off sick is like you just can't do it because yeah. they'll, just, they'll just replace you. I mean, could have been a little of that, but you never know. Yeah, still a little peculiar on that one. Yeah, I just I mean, there's got to be better ways to fake getting out of work, I feel like, you know, like, just go get some, like, Epicac or something and make yourself vomit and then call your boss, like, literally vomiting, you know? I mean, that one's, that one's got to work better. Or you can just say, I don't want to, I'm not coming in. Right? You don't have to give an excuse. You're just not coming in. Hey, I just can't make it. Car broke down. People do the fake voice where they're yeah, just yeah. like, this is, this is William. Shout out I'm, to Hardee's. I'm, I'm calling out. Right. I, I'm not gonna make it in today. You can hear that I'm fuck. I, I can't make it. You're turning and, like yeah. smoky Jewish grandma. <laughs> Shout out limited edition Koba from the chat. Also yep. to be caught on Devin Dust's live stream uh, next Friday after not after our show, but after the show after that. Oh, wow. That, so it's like triple stream. Three shows deep. Yeah, there's Greasy Conversation. Then following this show as well today is Mad Mike's show as well. Uh, two Clueless Dudes. Nice. Yeah. And then after Two Clueless Dudes next Friday, while you're still listening to RadioVegas.rocks in one room of your house, check out the stream of Devin Dust. That's all one word spelled like you'd probably expect. And I and Joe Nate are playing music behind it in a special broadcast we only do twice a month called Meadows Sessions. And at greasyconversation.com, you can check out the previous one of those to see what the deal is with that. And shout outs to those. And also Naked City Pizza, who's throwing you 10% off when you mention RadioVegas.rocks. And of course, Kicker Audio, we're in the new Kicker Studio today. Welcome to the Kicker Studio. All right. Yeah. So where did that happen, gentlemen? Where was our buddy Brian Anderson? Oh, I want to go with a Florida man. <laughs> First try. Oh, really? Oh, low-hanging fruit today, then. Yep. <laughs> I figured, you know, why not? It's Most things happen in Florida, so. Most of the weird articles, it's either Florida it's, or Germany. Yeah, so it's always can, its own car- like category now. It's just like Florida man stuff. China's oh, yeah. rocking it in right now, though. China's reeling it in. That right. they are. Where do we go? Where do we go from here? Oh, huh. let's... Yeah, so this energy drink in Zambia, I think. It was in... It popped up in some other countries, um, and they kept, like, banning it, and so it would just, like, move to another country, like, as a different product, but it's the same, like, brew. Mm-hmm. And apparently it was laced with Viagra. So these people are like, but it's advertised as like one of those like, uh, you know, those pills in Seven Elevens that are the black the libido, rhino. the libido pills. Yeah, yeah, that's those yeah. stuff. You know, it's kind of uh, marketed as one of those, but it had a lot of Viagra in it. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Crammed full how much? How much Viagra is too much it, Viagra? I don't know if it. It, it doesn't <laughs> say. Ex- yeah, uh, but it says one dude complained that after drinking one, he had. A six-hour erection 
and profuse sweating. <laughs> yeah. And I know there's always the jokes like, oh, if I get, if I get a, an erection for four hours, I'm not just telling the doctor, I'm telling everyone, you know. But turns out it's actually not really, really helpful for the little, the little man downstairs. Yeah, you can get like hurt, right? Yeah, it can, it can like mess up the blood vessels. Um, can you get switchblade? Switchblade is when, you know, <laughs> yeah. so for the other people that don't already, uh, I had a roommate that tripped and fell with an erection and it <laughs> tore in the middle. So from then on, whenever it became hard, it would work like a one-way hinge where for pressure from one angle and it would remain straight, but pressure from the other angle and it could fold in on itself like a switchblade. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> they, they couldn't fix that? Or did he not want to get it fixed? I mean, I mean, that's a, like, oh, you want to fix Wolverine's powers all of a sudden? <laughs> you want to just like fix Rogue? I don't know. Yeah, what's to fix? Yeah. I mean, that's, if to anything, that. it's an improvement. Clearly. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, unquestionably. It's a switchblade wiener. That's... So... I guess that was a, a demonstration of success is what I intended by that sound. <laughs> That's what success sounds like to me. Uh, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Oh, wait. Here we go to answer your, your question. It is just 250 milliliters of the drink contained between 68 and a half and 71.3 milligrams of Viagra. And that's uh, a normal dose is 50 milligrams. So, <laughs> mm. so if you like to slam a whole drink, you're probably yeah, like that's equal to like four or five Viagra pills. Yeah. Yeah. You're going yeah. to be in some good or bad shape, I guess, on your uh, your outlook on life. I feel like that's the equivalent of a bang energy drink with caffeine. Very, uh, I believe that's about 300 milligrams oh, yeah. of caffeine in one of theirs. Yeah. Which is, uh, I assume, less than that kind of small sex-driven can that they had on there. Yeah, you should see the picture of the drink, too. It's kind of hilarious. Oh, is it further down here? I'm like, didn't scroll. Oh enough. yeah, yeah. Oh. Look at that. <laughs> See, like right, right there. The guy's just flexing, flexing so hard. You got the behind such, the back flex. Such flex. Like body boom. <laughs> oh, but what is it called? I can't see the. Oh, it's just called Revan Natural Power. Revan Natural Power. Revan it even. Revan, Revan it up. <laughs> for too long yeah oh, that man. just but the thing is like they're just gonna like move to another country so we'll be covering the same article next week from a different country so <laughs> when is it that. coming to america though yeah right <laughs> it's probably already here but they'll just like mix it with four loco and then <laughs> all bets are off man they'll like bring four like because they don't do four loco anymore, right? Absolutely. No. no, you can buy it right now. I've seen it. Yeah. Well, no, not like the original formula. Oh, uh, I right. see. That's thing. What it is. It's yeah. not yeah, your grandpapa's four loco. It's not the, uh, you know, end up in Detroit. It's like two and a half loco at best. <laughs> so you have to drink two of them to get four loco. Gotcha. Yeah. I and never then, actually then you're tried all full. one of those. And uh, I'm content with that. You've never tried a Four loco? No. Oh, man, don't do one and then it. go for a walk. Because <laughs> you get pepped and then you get you get picked up and then you get dropped off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you get like dropped off from a much higher place than you uh, you started. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just uh, I, I wouldn't recommend it just for the flavor. 
It's uh, it's a malt beverage. Oh yeah, those. It's not Zima, and oh, I was just talking uh, to my girlfriend last night about uh, Camo Triple X. Okay, yeah, and like how terrible that was. And event, we, me and my buddy used to drink the black Camo Triple X, and eventually one night he's like, "I just can't take it anymore, man." So we just had one of those like lime juice squeezers, you know, mm-hmm. and just squeezed a bunch of lime juice in there, and it made it taste way better. So if anyone's on that black camo tip, or just like crappy malt liquor, never, yeah. never you know, well, try that's, out the lime juice. That's so a, citrus, like, is the, the yeah, malt the, liquor fixer. That fixes anything. You have a terrible whiskey, and you just want to even it out a little bit, oh. put a little bit of lemon juice in there. You have a cough. And then you know, a little hot toddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That phrase is funny sounding. Where uh, did you learn this? I know I've heard it before. So, oh man. So, uh, uh, I had a coworker, an ex coworker, who uh, went by that. His name was Todd, but people would call him Hot Toddy. Oh God! And no. he was—he's—he's he's not a hot man. He's not attractive. Oh, man. Uh, apologies, Hot Toddy. I won't say your full name out there, and only people that work with me know what i'm talking about right now but yes hot toddy but all it is you know little little hot tea with a uh, little booze of choice yeah go. they're usually whiskey though right i don't know if that's like set in stone brandy i don't think you want like to do something, it with like gin uh, i wouldn't do it's it with like something a dark like that. alcohol no you know experiment make your own make your own hot toddy you know? <laughs> yeah we got the hot tips right here <laughs> Just that someone would request, like he requested to be called that? I don't know how it happened. But, uh, but it was, people just called him It that. was before my time, but okay. it caught on where supposedly, and I don't believe this, but supposedly people forgot his real name and just continued to refer to him as Hot Toddy. <laughs> uh, this man also was a pathological liar, it felt like, just with all of the insane stories of his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we all know a few of those. Yeah, something, something in between a uh, "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" plot and whatever current thing you were talking about. Oh, so one of those let's guys. say, yeah, oh yeah, like Just, a one upper plus. It's always yeah. sunny. Okay. So when Dave Chappelle came back and he was doing all of his tours, he, uh, we were talking about it, and we were talking about how the. Shows, you know, put away the cell phones, whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah, I saw I saw Dave Chappelle in the 90s. Um, my aunt took me to a late night comedy show in New York. I was 12. They brought me in and Dave Chappelle was like, what? We got 12 year olds at the club. What's up with that? And uh, I lost my my cool on that yeah, one. Yeah. Because the timeline just didn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, totally. The story is just one of those, like, it doesn't sound like something a responsible adult would do. Like, I'm going to take a kid to New York City to go to a late night comedy club. He's 12. Yeah, totally. And it's, it's Dave Chappelle doing stand-up before he was even doing acting. Like, before he did anything, yeah, before he even wow. got into college. That's the, how the timeline is off. It's like, so you're telling me you saw Dave Chappelle when he was 19? <laughs> and, 
he wasn't known or did anything. Ah, yeah, totally. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah. Just, ah. Uh. Sure thing, bud. And then, yeah, and then like you can't ever call those people out, or you try and they just dig the hole deeper. There's, there's no point. Yeah. There's absolutely no point. Like, if anything, you just want to do it so the stories get better and better. Right. Yeah. Uh, this man was obsessed with marine biology. Oh, nice. And so, but in, 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 oh man, it sounds like I'm just being a petty person, but this is like a character piece. If you put me in a fat suit, I would just act it out. (laughs) Uh, He's scuba diving. Shark bites his fin, takes it away from him. He's like, oh my God, near death experience. You think the story done there? No. He swims after the shark. <laughs> so fast. Oh my fast goodness. as a shark. Just like except. Nope. Doesn't end there. He gets the fin back. Oh, it's no. just one of those things where it's like, none of that happened. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> none of that happened. You, you might have got go snorkeling. Like you might have got snorkeling once. I'll give you that. Yeah. But there's no way a shark stole your fin. So wait, was you part s- of that mimed? I don't understand what. What I wasn't watching. Why there's you like pause and then there's a shark and uh, just dramatic being, effects. If uh, I had the stingers, I would have done it. Well, <laughs> there's a delayed. I was I was enjoying it too much to. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it just never-ending stories. Never. It's a good source for material. Okay, I, he's gone now, which makes my work life a lot easier. But entertainment value. We've had to been we've been recycling the stories to keep our entertainment yeah. at work. Got to start making your own. Pick up the mantle, man. Oh, oh, we kind of kind of do. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> keep the legacy alive. Nice. All right. Should we do our first? Uh, yeah. Let's let's just do it. Let's do the first thing. Listen. Next time you need stingers, you reach over here. It's like a family table here. We've got a nice array. That could have been yours. That could have been. Yeah. I would have need. I would have needed the dramatic like. Uh, <laughs> do you have the string noise that it starts out real slow and oh. then builds up and then? We do. Uh, oh. but I don't remember which one it is. It's on. It's on his screen. <laughs> and I don't even know if I gave it a name that made that make sense, like slow string or something. No, I don't. No. No. <laughs> they're like they're impossible to figure out. <laughs> I have no like some of them I, I remember, but then it's just like what? Yeah, like we can learn together. There's one with a, a string build something with build in it. We're gonna like let you guys have the sounds at home so you yeah. can help choose our stingers uh at home with us. Right now you can look up our news articles. I just posted them. If you dare take a peep over to Facebook at the headline graphic of the site or the page that's broadcasting this right now, there's a comment on there is links to the stuff we're talking about today if you want to dive in yourself, if you're interested. That's the submarine of learning. Back in that submarine of learning, watch your step. (laughs) All right, so the future does look bright in some sense as they're working on synthetic alcohol. A couple of researchers couple of them researchers yeah, it's actually this guy david oren who i guess he was a chief drug advisor back in the day but he lost his job after claiming that ecstasy and lsd were less dangerous than alcohol because that would go against the whole drug war narrative i imagine 
But anyway, so he's developing, it's called AlkoSynth. And basically they can just determine like which parts of the brain alcohol acts on and like which ones are good and which ones are bad and then eliminate the bad ones. Um, hmm. So you can drink without a... And, and it can even go deeper. You can get like custom drunk. So if you want that kind of happy, you know, bubbly drunk, you can get a little bit of that. That's one of the craziest things that I read about in this article that you can have like a business drink that you do at lunch and loosen up inhibitions, get a little motivated, but not be intoxicated. Yeah. And have another one that's just like full intoxication, but neither with a hangover still. Yeah. Just pushing different buttons in the brain instead. So that's pretty amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm stoked on it. That was a nice nugget to throw in just before the inevitable that you started to do before I derailed of commercial chug. Yeah. Relation. All right, mm. I guess we got to do that. We're just going from... From the top. Time to pay some bills. Ah, that's the sound most people make when they leave Pinches Tacos. Why is that? Because Pinches Tacos prides themselves in making every location unique, but give every location the same feel. I'm not talking cookie cutters like those big chain restaurants. They blend into your neighborhood and create a place you want to call your second home. Their doors are always open. Well, at least until 11 o'clock. Their mission is simple. They provide you the best taco experience by using high-quality meats and seafood, fresh garden vegetables, handmade tortillas, and high-quality artisan breads. They could have made it complicated, but they chose not to. Why? Because they found through experience that keeping things simple is a good recipe for success and happiness. It's also a good recipe for a pretty tasty pinches taco. According to Spanish language Stack Exchange, we always use it as an insult enhancer and can turn almost any curse word into a really rude one. Pinche pendejo, pendeja equals asshole. Now they have six locations, two right here in Las Vegas. Come in, find out why we love them so much. Check them out on Facebook or visit the website, pinchestacos.com, for a location nearest you. Mm -mm. Yeah, it's still real, it's still occurring. So get ready for the next one. Behold. Cold Cock, American Herbal Whiskey, a proud sponsor of RadioVegas.rocks. Enjoy responsibly. In the doggy doggy doo, doggy doo. Yeah, that's the one thing about our pet we do not like, right? Is the mess they leave behind. Hey, everybody, it's Crazy Jay. I just want to remind you about our friends at M and N Pooper Scoopers. We don't like to clean up after our pets. You know what? They do. Let them clean up after your dog, even your cat. That's right. They'll make your lawn a fun and clean, safe place to be. They'll come by weekly, bi-weekly, monthly. Heck, they'll even come by one time. Just give them a call, get an estimate, mention RadioVegas.rocks, 702-787-7722. That's 702-787-7722. You're not going to be disappointed. These guys are fantastic. Mike and his team do a great job. They're quick, they're quiet, they're friendly. Your pets are going to love them, you're going to love them, and you're going to be glad that you gave them a call. 787-7722. One more time. 702-787-7722. Very important that you mention Radio Vegas Dot Rocks. Doggy do, doggy doggy do, what you gonna do in the do, doggy do. 
then it's gonna get and that is doggy time to remind us it's time to go back in the submarine of knowledge yeah, so i'm actually i'm gonna do a little rewind so i want to dig in deeper to this uh this alcohol thing, right? Wait, before you say that, I have to no. say the show is not called The Submarine of Knowledge. It's actually Greasy Conversation on RadioVegas.rocks. I did like a false identifier out of like play excitement. And you can play along too at home. Anyway, go on. Yeah, so do you guys think you would get drunk more if you didn't have to worry about a hangover? Absolutely. Yeah, right? It's like, like the I, consequence. I've like way cut back on drinking just so I get hangovers way easier now. And then... By cutting back more, you reduce your uh, resistance to hangover. So I'm like screwed, but. I'd get those driving blends, though, that are like, that push the buttons for you to like driving more like drinking does, but not the buttons that make you terrible at driving like <laughs> drinking does. Oh, yeah, I got you. Okay. <laughs> the, the pocket driving. Because that's one of the biggest problems about drinking and driving that we need to address and compensate for is the fact that it's so fun. <laughs> so if we could really just jump in front of that you know we want to get ahead of that argument yeah and tell people in advance it's not about how how much more you enjoy it in that situation it's about safety and not killing other people's kids which you can do uh, so much easier and you're, you're risking that anyway driving around so <laughs> You can do that so much easier. I love it. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. We got a little. So something else you can do when you're drunk is shop for useless things on the Internet. Very which, true. Which turns out may be, you know, at least a multi-billion dollar industry per year. That's my move, though. That and eBay. Forget the car. I'll put the car keys on the shelf because I'm getting on eBay when I get drinking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that or Amazon, you're like, I just, I just really need this, uh, you know, I don't know what decorative. Fidget spinner with lights in it? Yeah. That do not just eight, but now 13 uh, animated patterns and shapes. <laughs> Decorated. It's a heavy metal Care Bear. I don't know. <laughs> heavy metal That's Care That's why Bear. I bought the Luchador mask, the Tiger mask. Oh, yeah. I was drunk. I really wanted it. You're I had the money. And I was like, I'm going to want that when I'm sober. <laughs> so give it to me. Way to see the future. I know. Yeah, I had a, a buddy of mine. This was like way, I don't know, probably like 10 years ago or something. But anyway, it was, uh, it was like my birthday. We were hanging out at a bar and he goes, come here. I'll give you something, man. So I got to his car and he like pulls out and he's got one of these. Uh, it's like some weapon. It's just a bunch of like long metal sections that are linked together on chains. So it's almost like a chain whip type thing with a handle and it's heavy as hell so it can i mean it can fuck someone up and then he gave me like a, a samurai sword and like a a wooden sheath and i'm like oh that's that's cool man where'd you get these he's like oh man i just i got like really drunk a couple weeks ago i just bought like i bought like 10 samurai swords man <laughs> I'm like, what the? I'm like all right dude thanks man <laughs> trying to get rid of them now yeah. Like, yeah i'll take a free free sword sure and then proceeded to like guard the jukebox with it in the bar. It was good times. Yeah, so <laughs> guarding that jukebox. Yeah, man, can't can't have anyone playing unapproved unapproved music, I guess. Unapproved yeah. music. Drunk shopping. What happened to the good old days when people would just like go drunk shopping at real places? Or like a red box. 
Remember being drunk in a red box outside of McDonald's, yeah. picking out your DVD? Can you believe DVDs weren't even 720? We were like peasants. We didn't even know it. I've never used a red box. What? Never. Whoa, it like skipped you. It just never wanted to go there. Whoa. It just seemed like a, it's what a robot. What about the new releases, though? It's that new release robot. You're right. <laughs> You have someone. You had someone go to Redbox for you. You've partaken in someone else's Redboxes. I think. I think I have a couple of times. I wasn't a knowing Redbox user. Yeah, you were a Redbox abuser. Mm. <laughs> uh, that I was. <laughs> oh man. No, yeah. never used one of those. I I had to stop because I like I I have like three or four Redbox movies that I just never <laughs> return. I just like put it in my backpack, and my backpack's pretty much just a black hole of things. I thought maybe if I mailed those to Netflix, I'd get my money back. <laughs> At least part of it. Like they're like, this is close enough. Here's a two dollar yeah, credit. Yeah. They'll give me a month off or something. <laughs> no. Man, I mailed so many discs to Netflix just in case. <laughs> just trying. Yeah, to get... just trying to cash in someone else's Netflix. It would be cool if like. You finally returned the movie if they returned the... Co- but they like, hell, what is it, like 25 or 30 bucks yes. to keep the movie? Yes. Plus all the rental fees you pay. So you end up paying like $50 for a movie or something. It's like, And just the DVD, not even the case. Yeah. Oh, it, man. Isn't that 20 to 30 pocket that it ended up being? Yeah. Plus it's like a buck 20 a day or some bullshit. Then you start mailing them like AOL CDs and stuff. See, <laughs> <laughs> so cash that these. in. It's good karma. I think they're going to be like... One of these days, they're going to thank me. I wonder if you're the only person to do that, or if there's like a department <laughs> that deals with that. Yeah, there's a whole room it where they just like, pile up all the weird discs people just send get tons in. Tons of them. <laughs> Not even from Redbox, just like random ones. Like yeah. people just find like random CDs. People are sending in cassette tapes and stuff, <laughs> VHS. See what happens. <laughs> Laser discs. Yeah. Just giant laser discs. It's like, we didn't even want this. No one has we these. We never carried this. Why would you send this to us? It's all heavy. It costs a significant amount of money to send it to them. New game. Just mail like, random shit <laughs> to Netflix. Yeah. You guys, we're starting a new challenge. This is the mail things to Netflix challenge. All right. Remember to leave your best friend's return address. Oh, I love it. All right. We should seriously do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try something. I don't know what. Start mailing Netflix. Just oh, and just address it to like uh, just some person's name that (laughs) might work at Netflix. Just a generic name and hope like yeah. That way they search for this person. They're like, does this person even work here? C O Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Oh man. All right. So I don't know. It's uh doing like some uh congressional hearings to like approve cabinet picks and stuff. And it, it was a while back, there was a dude who was in the background as like the Monopoly man. I don't know if you guys remember that. And he's like just chilling with his monocle. And it's when they're like interviewing someone. It might have been like the dude to um, be in charge of the Fed. Uh, oh. This time there, there's a congressional hearing to, uh, for the Department of Interior. And the dude is like a, an oil lobbyist. So about halfway through the thing, these two people put on masks of a... Uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. So they're like, you know, the whole swap creature thing. And they just chill in the background for like two hours before they're finally escorted out. <laughs> just two people with the uh, swamp creature masks on. 
That's so. awesome. There was also that one uh, where someone had held up a sign that said "Buy Bitcoin." Yeah, that was also during <laughs> got like, out. one of the Fed ones, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Fed is getting like hip to catch performance art at. Right. I don't know, but these people chilled there for two hours, so they're not like they're not that hip. No. I mean, you would think if they put on a swamp creature mask, it looks like totally ridiculous. I saw photos of that too, and it was just one of those. It's like, it's. I like that people do stuff like that. It's it's good. You should be allowed to do that. Like, fuck these people, fucking government. (laughs) It's a really strong and direct, specific uh, um, criticism right there. Yeah, it's like yeah, let let all these guys that have been like paying off the government, like be in the government. Yeah, that'll work out well. Sure. It's gonna, it's gonna be so, so great. It's funny when people uh, get concerned about government having too many fingers and things, and then they're equally concerned about big business. That's kind of like pick a side, because you know there's obviously a balance there. But you can't say, oh, complete freedom for business to do everything, except these things the government needs to look out for them for, but no government regulating them. Like, wait yeah. a minute. It's like, then you should be concerned about business getting all its fingers in government. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> I mean, pretty apparent because, like, all these uh, dudes who worked at banks and oil lobbyists are in the government in, like, really high positions. So, you know. But no, no. <laughs> Keep government out of my Medicare. All right. Let's come for the stingers. Stay for... The stingers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Where to go next? Oh, hey. Now we're really in the new studio. That's how you know <laughs> this is still that latest generation when you've got the... Yeah. Mm. Is that a tiger? That's the Bouncing Tiger from Bouncing Tiger Studios. Oh. I recommend Googling Bouncing Tiger, Bouncing Tiger Studios for... Any kind of video production needs, a real estate situation. You want to uh, do that thing like that guy did on Craigslist where he did a massive, like, high-end video production to sell his, like, sister's used car or something like that. And it sold for, like, four times more than it was worth. You can totally do that, too, with uh, our awesome sponsor, Bouncing Tiger Studios. Mm. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, let's jump into this guy. So... Why haven't we found or contacted aliens? Or why haven't they contacted us? It's a... Uh, it's a, a great question. Yeah, and, and one that, like, people who look for aliens constantly, like, that's their job to look for, you know, evidence or signals from aliens. You know, they're always asking, like, why is it? And there's some, you know, common theories of uh, they're too far away. Uh, maybe they existed a long time ago and their civilization's already dead. The earth is flat. Yeah. There's totally. no aliens anyway. They, they, they fly past it at the wrong angle. So they just, it's like, they just can't see it. You know? well, we're on the wrong like a plane line. of existence. Yeah. Yeah. That on the wrong dimension thing messed that up. But mainly the flat earth thing. Oh, yeah. We can dive in that all day. Oh. <laughs> is this the last link? The one, I mean, the one at the bottom? I don't think so. Um, you don't hunters? even have the source. No. Okay, then this that's one. Is... No, that one I threw in last minute. This is. This probably leads to that then. Yeah, we can we can roll in. And now I lost it. Where'd it go? 
Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, so this group, METI, which is Messaging Extraterrestrial Intelligence instead of SETI, which is the search for <laughs> thereof, mm-hmm. um, they've come up with a theory that we could be in a galactic zoo where the aliens know about us, but we're too crazy, and so they're just uh, just chilling back. Maybe they watch us on TV. Um, I don't know if that's cool or not. <laughs> like that would be like a terrible like mass delusion to start right because people are just like be like mass truman show They're like yeah i'm on alien jackass <laughs> <laughs> world star yeah dude. alien world star the best thing with that is the fact that when we go into subatomic particles we see not only are the elements made out of the same couple of particles but those particles are made out of just like six and change things. And like a couple of other buddies, it's like a really simple like construct set or like Zax. You guys remember Zax? I don't or, actually. Or connects. What about connects? Oh uh, yeah. I used to yeah. dig connects, man. So it's like that. You've got these handful of fellas. That's what everything's made of when we go down really small. So what if it's like when you look really close at a video game, you see everything's made of these pixels it's mm. all polygons or, or even more direct, like just dots on a two-dimensional plane, even though it's representing these other dimensions. It could be said to be a hologram. What if we're that same kind of projection? And that's why when you take two quarks and pull them apart, two more just get pulled seemingly out of nowhere. But we're not building or we're not creating or destroying matter. Something Where, where did it come from? Was it pulled from another dimension? It's like the only thing left to imagine is going on in that tiny level. Like we're all just projected on these three dimensions. Maybe we just imagined it moved. Yeah, no, I've heard the computer theory before. That's uh, that's an interesting one because it also means that the illusion of time that we have isn't, well, obviously it's not a thing. It's just a human construct that we perceive time going in a particular direction going that way. We can't reverse the tape, but there is no tape because we exist in the same instance of reality Mm. that everything happened all at once and continues to happen all at once. And we're just on a one way path until we die. But the idea that your past and present and future are always existing in the same instance yeah. yeah, you just really can't think about it because it's inconceivable. It's sort of like being in an alien zoo where people are looking in, seeing in. Oh, look at those stupid humans! Oh yeah, they're sending ro- satellites. They'll never get to us. <laughs> like, just let them keep thinking that we got them trapped in a. Because they could be right here, just on. Yeah, yeah. Dimension. <laughs> or so, they could just be like on the outskirts, or they have cloaking or something. Like, I enjoy it because the idea itself were too crazy. I think it's that we can't fathom everything. And when you think of like HP Lovecraft stories, the scariest stories that he wrote or wrote or the ones that people really, really like are that I saw something so terrifying that I cannot describe it to you. Mm -hmm. It's that uh, when I watched Bird Box, when everyone else did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I took it was, oh, this is H.P. Lovecraft. There's some scary fucking thing that when I see it, 
it's gonna blow my brains out of my out of the back of my skull. I'm just gonna be like, oh Jesus, I don't know how to comprehend that. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to stop existing because <laughs> what the hell is oh, that? Man, you know, I didn't see Bird Vox, and it's because I read an article describing how the villain or like uh, antagonist or whatever mm-hmm. might be just a metaphor for social media. It could and be that's anything. Just, like, ruined like approaching the story for me. Yeah, and I, I heard that. Like I watched it after. But I think um, it's over some. You had told me that. Yeah, and it. Well, I was like, I guess, but like, it doesn't see that seem like really like ham fisted. Like, don't use Facebook. You know, I don't know. It. Well, it I've also like heard movie. the parallels that this is the mi- like immigrant migrant story of uh, um, who's actress in that movie. Doesn't oh, matter. Tina Fey. Sandra Bullock. Tina Fey. Yeah, Tina Fey and Bird Box, right? Tina Fey is taking her children downstream in in the river. Spoiler alert was, there's a river in this movie. Oh. And they go down it. I can't watch anything with a water feature, you know. Who brought that up? Well, sorry. There's a lot of water features. Every time. So they're going down the stream, and you know what happens. Waz doesn't. But... She has to fend them off and get get off of my children. Yeah, I'm on a canoe. <laughs> but Dude. that's that's the it's like oh no they're fending that they're not fending off the followers they're fending off like ice agents and like <laughs> oh okay border security yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's that like, took and, it's me like a second. and and you're like you're like okay I could I guess I could see that if you're gonna say that the entire movie is a metaphor. Yeah. But, like, a metaphor for what? Yeah, that's what... I mean, like, sometimes horror movies so are many. just horror movies. Man. Yeah, and that's how I took it was H.P. Lovecraft. There's a big scary monster out there, and it's killing people, and they don't even know why they're, they're dying. Yeah. Okay, someone holler in the chat if you thought, like I thought for a second, when you said ice agents, I was still in, like, a fantasy place of, like, an ice giant goblin that also had authority as an agent. <laughs> It's like, like ice, a badge, ice, maybe lapels. An ice giant. But made ice of ice and like, rah, and a ice, monster ice of guys ice. Start working for the government. Yeah. I love I, it. Ice agent. Yeah, hell yeah. Agents of the liquid frozen, comma, oh, again. Into the future. Through the ice. But <laughs> that, that's how I imagine this alien zoo that's being proposed. Yeah. Yeah, that, or it couldn't even be yeah. a zoo. It's just like they know about us, but they don't want to contact because they think it'll. Uh, well, the scientists report that it's probably because um, it would cause just like a societal disruption because there's a lot of people that probably freak out about it. It could well, be the prime directive of Star Trek. Yeah. And that's how they run their lives. Well, when you say uh, how hard it is for us to wrap our minds around how difficult it is for there to be like other life or how far away it could be and such like that, it's really a major factor that. Light, just light, the fastest thing we can observe, um, aside from a strange action, a spooky action at a distance with quantum physics, if you look up uh, quantum entanglement. Okay, so quantum entanglement aside, speed of light, the nearest stuff that other life like us could live on is a dang far distance away. And even then, the circumstances that likely brought us to pass took A, a long time, B, had several false starts, and just the amount of time that life was bacteria was like most of the time. Yeah. This whole bacteria working together 
is just as new as teamwork feels like for humans. This teamwork on cells. And that's on a macro scale, like what got human beings above the animals as far as predicting the future and working together to do things that, I mean, some other animals work together pretty nice and stuff, but they can't like predict agriculture time. Wow. There's some examples where they can, I guess we just got it all going on the most to be able to eat the most of the other animals on our planet. And that's why we have cars. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) <laughs> All right. And then I was this, getting off the rails. I just wheeled yeah. it into that. <laughs> and then I just found this like last minute on the the sun.uk, which I guess is like kind of like a rag over there and <laughs> not really like a great source of news. But it's just uh, the headline is, so I just kind of skimmed it just because I thought it was funny. The, the picture is what, what grabbed me. But UFO hunters spot ancient alien face, skulls, and primitive carvings in NASA's latest Mars photo. And then you scroll down to the picture, and it zooms in on this rock, but the the caption is, One conspiracy nutter claims he can see a face in this rock on Mars. (laughs) That's that's it. That's just all I wanted to. It's just hilarious. There's a part of the brain... Uh, you guys might know about periodolia. Yeah, periodolia. Yeah, yeah. There's a portion of the brain that's just for recognizing facings, faces and things. It's important for an infant to go towards something with a face as opposed to something that's like a cactus or something. Yeah. So that makes all of us inclined to see any like three dots that could be like eyes and a mouth as a face on anything. XLR cable. Um, Backs Wall of cars socket. all the time. Backs of cars always look like faces yeah. like crazy. Mm. This rock looks the least like a face of even most rocks I've seen. Well, dude, scroll down. Okay. And there's a side-by-side of the rock and a, and a carving of a statue of Socrates. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That rock does not look like Socrates. You guys. Or anything. Uh, I, I'm happy you're enjoying us on RadioVegas.rocks and also the new RadioVegas.rocks YouTube channel. But if you take just a moment to peep in on the Twitch or YouTube channel for Greasy Conversation just to see this rock compared to Socrates. It's, and I know like the rock, bad. the rock is hella blurry, but still, you know that it, it, if it was super clean, it's not going to look like anything but a rock. Yeah. You know? Oh, that and it, uh, there's a history of rocks on mars that people are like that's a face that's an alien or that's a face and then when they take another picture of it with a better camera later yeah or a different angle yeah and they're they're like no that's just that's a hill yeah they're like that was a hill with the shadow on the other side that just looked like a face yeah that that rock that sort of looked like a person like the the yeti kind of turned back like (laughs) <laughs> that rock you know what rock i'm talking about over the shoulder knowing glance is how yeah. i would describe that for the audio listeners and so that was one of those ones where it's like look at the, there's a guy on mars it's this... like no there's not a guy on mars it's like the first person that looked at mars and said it's like oh there's rivers on mars i can see them moving it's like no you just have a terrible telescope and you can't see anything where the hell are you seeing rivers on mars there's rocks in this photo that look more like faces than the one identified the one next to it looks more like a face look at that unhappy little ghost fella (laughs) in a little circle i look more like a face not this guy 
Why don't you notice me? I, I look like Socrates I, too. I, I feel like they zoomed in on the wrong part of the rock. Right? They're like, they're like, yeah, look at this this rock. This it there they're it like, is. Yeah, they're like, we just gotta write a story. Just like just write yeah. about these these people who always see faces on Mars. It's it's cool. Well, it's like the National Enquirer. Like what they do to make up stories. They're like, yeah, we just got all these like uh, crazy pictures people made and sent us that they like photo like uh, put together of you know someone holding up a giant butterfly or something. You know, they're like just write a story, just make something up. I'm like, all right. Hey, you ever heard of copywriting? Just just yeah, write it. Just, literally writing like, copy. <laughs> 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 That's the thing. People, it's 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 um, commoditized down to. Not even like writing or literature or words. Oh, it's just copy. It's just going to toss me some copy. Get yeah, some just, copy on this. You know, uh, flourish it up a little yeah. bit. There's algorithms that just take articles and rewrite the like the grammar of them and stuff. To yeah, they just them. like switch out the words. Yeah. Then you can get so, yeah. traction on those. Then. The rock looks like a face. Just upgrade that. <laughs> Socrates. <laughs> so new album, just Rock Google Looks Like it. a Face. <laughs> Get ready. Dude. <laughs> no, and then the next article could be like, Socrates found on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> What's going to happen is they're going to drive that rover right past that rock, laughing all the way, and then 100,000 years from now, someone's going to kick that rock over, and there's going to be like a instruction manual for humanity or something, or like a, like a doobie. There'll be like a joint under it. <laughs> but like a prehistoric joint. <laughs> The rover was the rover was token man. The rover, the rover was so close we could have seen prehistoric bacteria, doobie style. All right, <laughs> we're up, we're at the halfway point already. Dang. I know. Flying in the new studio. Been tearing ass. Welcome to the Kicker Studio, where yeah. time travels, but only in one direction. And, and much faster, apparently. Yeah. Constantly it's forward. Out of control. All right, so let's do our uh, do a quick commercial chug. Commercial chug. Straight from the underground, Smash Magazine pumps live music into the veins of the Vegas Valley. Here's what's on tap. Saturday, the Hits of the Best Plaza, located at 200 Wall Street, Miller Lite, says the Viral Rock Vegas series featuring the higher. The Hurt will perform Saturday, April 3rd, with Frank's Group Night Coffee on the Summit Oak, Flavor Keith, and Line Rewind, Ian Shane Tyler. Don't miss the higher. Is your butt a crudely built birdhouse? No. Then why are you sanding it with toilet paper? Dude wipes have aloe vera to protect your sensitive side. <laughs> See? Sensitive. Come on, dude, take it to the hole. Hey, realtors, are you looking for a new or unique way to sell that house or property? <laughs> Bouncing Tiger Studios comes from creator Blaine Childers. <laughs> 
How about an idea that you have for a new car or travel commercial? Maybe you're working on a movie that just needs some amazing aerial shots. With Bouncing Tiger Studios, you can get those breathtaking aerials along with some elegant edits with superb direction for that movie, commercial, or real estate property that you're trying to sell. If you can imagine it, they can elevate your production. Shot in 4K. Bouncing Tiger Studios lets you create with limitless possibilities. Bouncing Tiger Studios, they're just getting started. For more information, visit them online at bouncingtigerstudios.co or visit them on Facebook. And that's amazing how totally bouncing... I feel in segueing back from that commercial chug, we are back. It's Greasy Conversation, the talk show on RadioVegas.rocks. In the sub. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> in the submarine of knowledge. Submarine of knowledge. All right. Let's put in the valves, letting the steam out. This is kind of a weird one. This uh, 37-year-old father named Only Peng in local reports in, I don't know how to pronounce this, somewhere in southeast China. Looks like Zhang Zhao. Butcher it. Yeah. Crossing. uh, Crisscrossing. Yeah. One of those, but. When I see X's in a lot of names, I just think that it's like Christmas. and. It's all Z's, man. Yeah. Oh. It's all Z's, Sleepy Town. Uh, so <laughs> in Sleepy Town, China. Yeah, he uh, he begins to feel chest pains and then goes to the hospital, uh, admitted as emergency case. So they do some X-rays and they found out he had a fungal infection in his lungs. Mm. Which those are kind of uncommon, maybe rare. I'm not sure because I don't know a bit much about that shit. But I imagine it's kind of rare to get like fungus in your lungs. I looked a little further and it, yeah, it's not common. Yeah, so. He had to like, really go at it. Yeah, so it turns out it's because he, he started sniffing his socks after he was done with the, the day's work. You know, mm. so he takes off his shoes, takes off his socks, just smells them. But, Abusively, like self-destructively sniffing his yeah, socks. Yeah, like just sniffing them once here and there, or even like real quick after work, like probably isn't enough to get like fungal spores into your lungs. Turns out he said he got addicted to sniffing his socks and would just sit there and basically like... Just huffing his own yeah, socks? Yeah, just huffing his own socks, man. Not even like, not even the shitty silver paint or the orange paint. Just, no. just socks. Just no socks. paint in there. Like, what are you doing, man? Like, at least throw a little paint in there, you know? Maybe have a little, have a little fun while you're doing Pro it. Pro tips. <laughs> it's really weird how many pictures you can find of people with their like mouths and noses all... Covered in paint and like uh, mug shots. Oh, yeah, those are great, dude. Not advocating anything other than laughing at those people. Yeah, no, it's terrible. Just <laughs> just don't do it. I remember, you know, because everyone has their phase in high school. Where you, uh, there's nothing else to do. No one else has any weed or anything. So like, you guys ever have paint? Mm, no, but I guess I will. And you end up just, <laughs> you end up just sitting around for an hour and you're like... That's cool. All I have is a headache, but yeah, yeah this was fun. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, don't don't huff paint. Don't huff your own socks. That and it brings a new standard to like enjoying your own brand. Yeah. Like that just is like it's like man, I really love how my feet stink. Yours 
God, get them out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mine, ooh, I'm going to huff those for a little bit. Yeah. It's, it's like, just, I feel like it speaks to depression. Because he was like, I'm sorry, I don't know why I'm saying this, like, while giggling. But he was really depressed, and that's part of, like, uh, like a weird cycle of uh, habits that he was just, like, in and not paying attention. It was like, got like, a little enjoyment. Like, a simple daily pleasure of, like, at least I can enjoy this in life. <laughs> the, the smell I built up all day. Oh, man. And they'd really savor it and take time on it, and that's what got all that in there. And so if things smell bad, they probably don't belong inside you. And that's why I take so many showers, ladies. Yeah, and like, I mean, fungus likes to hang out on your feet, so that's even... Yeah, don't, yeah. don't breathe that shoe air. I mean, you want to sit around and smell your pits all day. I mean, I don't know how safe that is. I don't know if you can get some uh, fungal infection from your pits. Some people probably can. <laughs> Just got fungus everywhere. You'd have better neck flexibility from the exercise, at least. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, terrible. Now, another nugget moment. Radio Vegas not rocks. All right, let's do another where guess where it? this happened. Another guess where it happened. All right, so this uh, college student believed he was half dog, half man, and he apparently attacked a man and woman at their home and was found biting one of their faces. Oh no. And even after the cops came and threatened to shoot him, uh tased tased him and kicked him in the head a few times. Uh, yeah. He he didn't stop acting like a half dog, half man. So they're uh saying he was actively psychotic and they're kind of going to try to get him on a or off on an insanity defense. And maybe he is. Um was there a full moon? could have been a werewolf yeah i mean it sounds like a werewolf he might have just actually been a real werewolf like a real yeah it w- yeah i don't know could be <laughs> is, he, is there a mugshot so plausibly yeah oh, one of those actual werewolves is probably this gentleman yeah he told yeah of is course. he a hairy werewolves dude no he he doesn't look like he could be a werewolf but i mean what is a, what does a werewolf look like you know so you can profile a werewolf you, yeah. could, you guys you could, be, <laughs> you could be a werewolf i don't know you just have a night like you know how do I know you're not a werewolf? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, how do I know you're not a werewolf? Waz, pull up a picture of this I guy. Mean, I need to is, know if he's a werewolf are, or not. Are werewolf's a choice. Okay, so <laughs> check this out. Oops. Wait. Socratic rock. Oh. I mean, I can see, so I can see the, the fire in the eyes of the, of the lightning. Of the, the eye of, well, I'm thinking of the eye of the tiger. I don't know. I have the wolf, yeah. That's I don't know. Fly, it's the ones you don't suspect. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. I mean, this dude looks pretty chill. His, his haircut's a little feminine. Maybe it's just like, a, maybe it's just dated. So, and is that is that a crime nowadays? I don't know. I <laughs> guess <laughs> <laughs> oh, the man. chewing on people was the big problem. Yeah, yeah. That's People don't usually like that. Yeah. No. So wait, did you see the place? It's the place. I, I saw the place. Yeah. yeah. It's it's my my bad. I was it's trying okay. I was trying to fake you guys out, but it yeah, it, you would have succeeded. I would have said Vermont. Well, it turns out Vermont. It's yeah. a double Florida. But why would you say Vermont? There there's I feel like there's a lot of werewolves in Vermont. <laughs> it looks like werewolf country. Yeah. There's, there's a, a lot they of do have a werewolf infestation right now. Like a lot of 
Woodlands. Is that where one of the Slovenias is? Like the that uh, and one of the Slovenias, like any of the Slovenias. Is that one of the not like the main, not just Slovenia, like one of the other ones, like New Slovenia, <laughs> cross cross Slovenia, Wolves, New Slovenia, Wolf, Virginia, Wolf Slovenia, yeah. Wolf Slovenia. That sounds like a children's show. <laughs> it's a real place, man. <laughs> That's where all the werewolves are. My parents came from Wolvesylvania. Oh, man. <laughs> no, I have a pet dog robot. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I had to throw this someone on there. It's it's a warning ahead of time. I mean, you're going you're gonna to guess because it's, it's really silly, but uh, satire article. Major pivot. Bernie Sanders has become staunchly capitalist after tasting Mountain Dew Code Red and learning <laughs> it was made by a corporation. Uh, so it's it's pretty hilarious, though. And it just uh, breaks down the situation where Bernie Sanders had no idea that uh, Mountain Dew Code Red was, was made by Pepsi. Forget Code Red, though. Have you guys discovered that Baja Blast is now available sugar-free? This isn't a sponsor. But, boy... I wouldn't turn down that sugar-free Baja Blast money. <laughs> I'm serious. I well, didn't even that was know. The big problem. I didn't even know that they made it sugar-free. They, it's recent. It's, it's a news. game. It's a game changer. You heard it here first, gentlemen. Baja Blast is now available sugar-free. The worst part about that Baja Blast, all that pesky sugar, it's gone. It's gone. Baja Blast. <laughs> Right. Uh, have you had one of these sugar-free Baja Blasts? Hell yeah, dude. Do, does it maintain the flavor structure? I didn't, I didn't finish it. <laughs> <laughs> Baja Blast. Is that because it wasn't good or you just forgot about it? I mean, a little of column A. No, it was great. It's just... I was, I was, we got, I got so full of ice. It didn't, it wasn't prepared for the ice mixture. I can't blame the icer, the person that's the, the job title of the person that put the ice in the drink. I can't blame that person. Although, I mean, you have one you, job, you put the ice in the drink. Come on. You couldn't blame the ice agent? The ice agent, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I had a bad ice agent that. God, the way, the full experience. Dude. You guys, so choose a good ice agent if you're putting together your own fast food franchise at home. So nice. many of our followers are uh, looking to expand their franchise. Inspiring mm-hmm. entrepreneurs. Yeah, portfolio. Don't make this your first franchise. Looking to expand the uh, their Skinny Burger franchise. <laughs> Which I don't know if it's, if it's like a precursor to an April Fool's joke, but apparently... Um, Fat Burger is changing their name to Skinny Burger. I'm guessing it's like going to be an April Fool's joke, but we have to wait until what Monday? Is it going to be yeah, like when it's a long time? It's the it's just totally a copy of IHOP calling themselves IHOB. Yeah, remember right. leading oh, up to oh yeah. That the, was... the thing is, there's people that asked some of that. Those people managing the socials, is this for real? Are you really doing this? And some people were like, that worked for IHOP. Or rather, soon to be IHOB. No, this is totally not a joke. We're totally changing our name. Lo and behold, it was a marketing thing. And they didn't actually change their name. I thought some court should have made them change their name for like at least a day or something. Because <laughs> it's punishment. You have yeah, to don't you. just flippantly talk about what your name's gonna be. 
I guess yeah, that's not that big a deal. Piece. There's a lot worse things people do, I guess. But yeah. I was it, offended. It did start some good uh, fast food chain like Twitter battles, though. Yeah. Pretty good. Everyone ragging on IHOP. They're like, this joke's terrible. Wendy's among it. Yeah, Wendy's <laughs> Wendy's is pretty fire. <laughs> Wendy's Twitter is harsh, you guys. Yeah. If that's something like, that's a media recommendation. Of that itself. bitch don't give a fuck. <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, they do have, Fat Burger does have like the Impossible Burger. So for anyone who's like trying to cut back on meat, it's a little more pricey, but it's like pretty fucking close to meat. So if you're into that, um, check it out. I know people like their but it's not that beef. lab meat situation yet no not yet but that's what i'm i'm wanting like actual molecules of protein from like an animal's yeah. muscles but without any like brain ever having been grown on it that just like, no kind of coagulate into a steak not i mean yeah shaped like the like like side of a leg thigh situation some some beef animal whatever animal beef comes from i'm not sure Oh, you know, one of those things. One of those beef animals. Yeah, horses or something. Beef horse. <laughs> Trying to get that beef horse tip. I wonder if they could, like, engineer the tenderness. You just like the perfect tender steak. That's the thing. Yeah. They're seriously working on that, like, having the stem cells grow into these thigh cells that are pre-worked out and pre-grazed, uh, grain-fed, grain-finished. Wow. But no soul. For reals this time. Not just saying there's no soul, but still there's suffering of a consciousness. No, mm. for sure no soul. Soul free. What if the, it just has a soul by, by default and we can't stop it from having a soul? Like we have to, we have to find the soul first <laughs> and eradicate it. <laughs> no, don't worry, we just got the soul. It's okay. Somewhere there's just like tons of like... Uh, Blind, deaf souls. Yeah. Just the tortured living, this twitching leg muscles, and that's all they know. They just, they just extract the soul, and they have a, a soul-like park. I think Scientology covered this with Lord Zenu. It's making oh, me hungry. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, he, right. he dropped off the people in the volcano. Yeah, that's yeah. where we're going to put the souls, Drop by the way. Off. Just put them in the volcano. You got to freeze them first, Drop though, them right? There. Yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, okay. They, 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 there's no heartbeat. They still have a soul, though. Yeah. So we're going to drop them into the volcano. Then we're going to drop like a whole bunch of atomic bombs on there. Then like mixed fruit, maybe some vegetables. Yeah, you know, sprinkle of salt. Yeah. And you have your vacuum cleaner and it sucks up all the souls. And (laughs) there's your beef. (laughs) (laughs) And that's Scientology. Sans souls. Scientology story. I'm just picturing this table covered in these like deer legs. Just twitching and kicking with their little hooves. <laughs> all t- and they're all panicked and just thinking that somewhere there's just some thought of like, oh, I'm a leg panicking and twitching. I'll, n- I'll never know what it's like to love. <laughs> and that sounds so, I just get so hungry. <laughs> yeah, it is just kind of appetizing. I'm about that. All right. This is, yo, measles outbreaks apparently are happening Yo, get your measles. Measles is coming back. All over the place. (laughs) Um, So Rockland County in New York has declared a state of emergency and basically um, prohibited people from with with, who are unvaccinated from appearing in public areas. And that is defined as any location 
that 10 or more people can gather at. So that's a lot of places. Uh, so just get, just get fucking vaccinated, man. I first saw the headline of this article and I read it somehow that this entire city in New York, like you can't visit the city unless you're circumcised. They just <laughs> circumcised people only in the city and that they like check. There's like, is it, what, what's a test on that? Well, you, you only have to show the person that issues the card. And then once you get this card, then you can just flash the card. And on the card is just a picture of your wiener. (laughs) 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 So you don't have to show people every time, just on the card. It might might be tucked away. Sometimes you get telescoped up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I I fold it up for later. Get like a fake circumcision card? Yeah. You know, (laughs) I'm just going (laughs) to... They make those in China. (laughs) Sometimes it looks like my entire body is the foreskin because it's just kind of like inside out when it's like tucked away when it's not action mode. Yeah. There's, you know, things transform. And so you don't have to prep. You get this card with it. And you're, you know, everyone carries around a picture of their wiener. You make, you make sure to go in on a good dick day. No, like you gotta well, show no. off the best. You gotta show off the right side. Someone like smacks it around a little for you. <laughs> a little bit. Someone with a glove just like. Wakes wakes up the troll. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bats out like a cat. Do you think they have like an appeal system? <laughs> <laughs> Can like so, retake. Yeah. So for yeah, so for some people they're just like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think you've ever been circumcised. <laughs> it's like, it's like no, no, I was trying to, I was trying to stretch it out. You know, get <laughs> yeah. it back. I heard about this. I wanted to take my foreskin back. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, they're like, no, but I, I was cut. No, I don't believe you. Do they have like a judge? Yeah, I like determines a, that. Mm, you gotta get guys, down there with like a loop. Just like uh, real close. You have to know also. Get the, the eye magnifying glasses. The hat, <laughs> the Arby's hat. The logo for Arby's looks like a tall hat. Yes. It looks like an uncircumcised situation. <laughs> oh. I just put it together. Like now when you're driving, you're sitting in the line mm. at Arby's. You're going to be thinking of the wrong kind of roast beef looking at that sign. <laughs> but it know. does. There's like an opening and like folds weird to the hat. They're like, why is the hat long like that? Mm. Almost lemon shaped. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. <laughs> they knew what they were doing indeed. Sex sells. It's true. That guy. But seriously, people, get your effing vaccinines. Vax- vaccinines? Get your, get in your vaccinines. <laughs> you know. Get inside them. Yeah, get inside them. Get in the vaccine hot tub. Splash yourself around. Yeah, because I know everyone wants to talk about like their freedom and shit, but this is like contributing to, I mean, the greater good of other people and like people who can't get vaccines and shit. There's and a lot of problems with giving people medications against their will. Yeah, and usually those are that's a bad thing. But if you're gonna s- sneak something into someone's drink, make sure it's a vaccine this time. Instead, <laughs> do them a favor. Dude, what if we had like drone drones that flew around and would just like snipe little like blow darts of vaccines <laughs> into people? Just like unvaccinated. Why? And it also just knocks you out. <laughs> <laughs> just for no that's your punishment. You just you just like pass out right where you are. How about we reverse engineer some mosquitoes that'll steal people's blood? But also give them vaccines. Oh man, real sneaky. I mean, it's yeah. it's happening anyway. Get her done. When the vaccine is against something that's a mosquito-borne illness, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, 
I could just get rid of the mosquitoes with this one. This is malaria. However, mosquitoes. you get the West Nile. <laughs> it's a trade-off, a give and take. It's like what, but like how how bad a West Nile? If it's like full Nile, no. Nah. Well, <laughs> not a, rolling that you Nile have to take dice. a survey first to determine <laughs> like what level of West Nile you want to get. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just go with the medium this time. Thanks. I got the large last time and it wasn't that much fun. This we can't get away from fast food. Even in the discussion of the West Nile is like it got sizes. <laughs> like I'll supersize my West Nile. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's, it happens. It's just, it's just on the brain. You can, can Kanye West Nile. Sorry. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Just here for the stingers. (laughs) All right. Can you, can you break down this one was I didn't have time to dive into this one. The, uh, yeah, hopefully I can pull it back up. The Boeing 737 disaster averted. Because there was an extra pilot, pilot. Yeah, there was two different Boeing 737 Maxes. So if you're climbing onto a 737, don't assume it could be at risk for this issue. This is only the latest generation of the 737, the 737 Max. Uh, two different airlines, Lion Air and this other one, recently had crashes. And from the black box data, we've heard that they seem to relate to this system that the plane has. That's for stalling. So stalling happens. The plane like nose ups too much and it doesn't have the strength to keep climbing upward without going sideways more. And that's a stall. So when a stall is detected, the system is supposed to tip the nose of the plane back down. But it was triggering anyway and just tipping the nose of the plane down just anyway. Oh, Jesus. And they're struggling to pull it back up. In this other incident, it was actually a Lion Air flight there was a deadhead or a another pilot riding along that knew about this issue and ran and flipped off, uh, just turned off, not just flipped the bird to this system that's this the new system for the anti-stall situation, and they were able to take control of that plane. <clears throat> Excuse me. That next day, that very same plane was the Lion Air one that crashed for the same reason. And people had complained about that plane. Pilots had complained about that plane um, several times before that, and they replaced the sensor that determines the, how the plane's tilted that affects whether that gets turned on or not. And even after replacing the sensor, they still had problems. Even after that guy like freaking rescued that other flight, they still flew it again, and then it crashed. So although all 737 Maxes are grounded it is a new plane and a known problem was detected several times so yeah. i can't blame boeing very much for the lion air one when you know there's plenty the of warnings yeah yeah but there's new training that's going to happen for the switching it off and also that action and stuff too but they're all grounded until a software update um, makes it not do that didn't more of mm. there more like Crashes in different parts of the world, too, from the same type of plane? I'm only aware of two crashes of that airplane right now, but okay. there are other reports of it having this issue. Yeah, but they're all grounded right now. Yeah. yeah that's like the big... They're grounded. They got sent to their rooms. Yeah. No dinner. So are they just laminating a sign that says when it dips down, turn it off? 
Yeah, it's just, like just laminating, laminating a sign to put on the dashboard. It's like, hey, remember to flip this off when the airplane's crashing. The software <laughs> update is just a JPEG of a laminated sign that goes on <laughs> a heads-up display in the window that points crudely to the switch to turn this off. Hey, you want to hit that, buddy? <laughs> oh, man. It's doing the aim towards the ground thing again. It's like labeling a printer so you know what side is up, like where something is. Yeah. So you don't ever have to, like, if I'm going to print this double-sided, I want to make sure this prints right. That's the thing. So many printers have that extra, like, nail polish or something. It's like, this is the top. Yeah. Meanwhile, like, a few inches over is the one that's, like, molded in there that you can never see. <laughs> we'll picture the letter A or whatever. And I always get it wrong anyway. Yeah. I don't know how. I'm like, okay, this, this is right. I want to print on this side. Put it this way. Nope. I'm a fucking You do the idiot. test where you write something down, like, yeah. this is the upside, <laughs> yeah. and you put it in there, and you're like, okay, figured it out. Nope, still got it wrong. Right. And oh, that man. was my last piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping to nail this the first try, but... I've hella done this. Yeah. All the time. Every time <laughs> I've tried to, to print stuff, I feel like I, I do that. Shout out to Zippy Zap Zach. Who's yep. another moderator on Devin Dust? This is his stream. You just look up Devin Dust, D E V I N, not O N, Dust, all one word. And that's a thing too. But not before. You've got the show after ours, two clueless dudes. And yeah, it's going to be good times. <gasps> oh no! All right, and then we're down to the hold. The home stretch, so we'll do one last commercial chug. Commercial chug. From top to bottom, the Golden Tiki is the most interesting bar in Las Vegas. It has so many hidden treasures inside that you need to go again and again just to take in the great decor you may have missed the first time. The talking tiki who puts on a show over the bar or the black velvet paintings that tell the story of the pirate William Tobias Faulkner and his influence on the bar. You gotta love the tiki-inspired ashtrays, including those that blow smoke when you leave a cigarette inside. Hey, don't steal them. That's not cool. Grab some friends and order the treasure chest used for the $499 VIP service. Or the $35 scorpion bowls. Or $45 zombie punches. The skeleton that puts on his own show. Or the waterfall. The lucky tiki you need to rub. The twinkle lights. I could go on and on, but just come down to the Golden Tiki 3939 Spring Mountain Road and experience the hidden hideaway for yourself. Did I mention at the Golden Tiki you should look for the Easter eggs hidden throughout the bar? Return and you'll most likely discover new things you didn't notice before. Like Wilson hanging out behind the bar. Or Bigfoot's footprint. The Golden Tiki 3939 Spring Mountain Road. Golden Tiki, Spring Mountain Road, yay! <laughs> hey everybody, Crazy Jay with you. You know, I get a lot of people complimenting me on my funny t-shirts all the time. And they want to know where I get them. The best place to go is $6shirts.com. That's right, $6 t-shirts. Unbelievable. And they have a wide variety of funny shirts to choose from. Parody shirts, inappropriate shirts for work, whatever you're looking for. You can find it at $6shirts.com. I love the selection. And if you know me, I have an endless supply of funny t-shirts. So you got to check out $6 shirts. And if you get 10 t-shirts, it's going to cost you 50 bucks. It's a great deal i love six dollar shirts and once you get your first shirt you're gonna love them too 
Yeah, we're back. This is a greasy conversation. The talk show on Radio Big Stop Rocks. Yeah. All right. Home stretch. The news chug. We'll try to, you know. Yikes, it's news chug time already. Yeah. All right. Giant wall at the edge of the solar system. Boy, that um, headline is hyperbolic it is yeah yeah <laughs> as most like science headlines are yeah just part of the problem with like science reporting is you want people to read articles but oftentimes it, they're just like oh it's just like a giant mass of uncharged hydrogen atoms that i guess could be a wall if you think about it like that yeah you know it's more like a boundary layer between yeah like yeah, one yeah. wind and another wind yeah <laughs> cosmic winds but you know i don't know and maybe it's Maybe the aliens just want us to think that, and that's the border. That's like as far as we can go. Yeah, maybe we'll bounce off of it. But although Voyager just went through it like a few years ago. Oh yeah. Oh, you know we we reported that um, on the talk show in season one, I believe. We had a few episodes that were like Voyager going through the edge, the official edge of the solar system. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, that's kind of lame. <laughs> Not as exciting as I Yeah, I made a great headline though. Yeah. But what if there's just bigger and bigger barriers? Yeah, there probably are. I mean, yeah. like the way that I always thought about it, because when you're browsing on Wikipedia and just reading about space stuff because you miss like fifth grade, you're just reading up on all this crazy stuff that you're like, man, I never knew this existed. Because your fragile little mind couldn't imagine that you had this giant cloud of like charged particles that separate the solar winds of the uh, solar system against the local galaxy swarm or whatever they want to call it. And you're just like, nah, I can't imagine that. Pluto's the last planet. <laughs> like, there you go. That's it. Not but to mention like, all those rocks that look like faces. Yeah. You just get hung up on things. Get, <laughs> Tunnel vision, vapor lock on it, and you're just like, it's like, man, look at that Those face. Socratic rocks. An Oort cloud? What's that? I can't get over Pole Uranus. Size? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like you gave me so much good material to work with. Like, boys go to Jupiter, <laughs> they get more stupider. Yeah, you took the right classes. Girls go to Mars, <laughs> become superstars. <laughs> Oort cloud? What the hell does that rhyme with? You yeah. just remember the science you learned in PE. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's a, it's it's a, I always like reading up on that or where our satellite projectiles are going, because any of the Voyager ones, when you hear about that, you're kind of like, wow, it's going where? <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Right. I didn't even know, like, in my lifetime. Like, China finally just, checked yeah. out the far side of the moon, the, that, that deep moon. Have they, have they found out anything? Have they reported no, anything? I think I read found, one they article. They found a doobie. They turned this rock over. <laughs> There's a joint there. And they're like, uh, this kind of looks like the other side of the moon. <laughs> I guess we always knew that. No. Yeah. Get that. They, there's, like, stage lighting and stuff over there. <laughs> That's where we hit it. Yeah, they're like, we, we oh, man. We found the moon landing on the other side of the moon. They're like, man, all the rocks on this side really do look like faces. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. Right. What? Oh, shit, is that Socrates? <laughs> no, it's actually Socrates. What's up, dude? Oh, moon critiques. Oh, man. It's like, is Pluto a planet again yet? 
No. No. It's not going to be, is it? Probably it's not. It's a planetoid, huh? and it's joined by several others. Like, uh, there's another one out there. What's her face? Make, it's make. Like Pluto size. That's one, too, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's a different one than the one I was thinking of. Oh. Oleophobic or whatever. I can't remember its name. There's one that I think starts with a C. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, I'm thinking. Of but I can't I can't think of any of those. Sharon. Sharona. Sharon is a moon, though, right? For Pluto, that, I think. Yeah, that really lifey moon. It looks yeah. like a it looks like a happening moon. You guys. Time for more happening moons. Alright, so yeah, I just found this last minute because it, it cracks me up. So not that anyone should really care about it, but uh our good buddy Nick Cage, you know, stops by all the time. Uh hangs out, has a couple Oh, well, you're talking to Nick? Yeah, yeah. You know, I want. Yeah, you know. He has more than a couple beers usually. He's that kind of guy. But apparently he got married a couple days ago in Vegas. Well, he uh, lives out here, so. Yeah. It, but it does add to the headline. Yeah. <laughs> the desperateness Elvis, of it. I, I think. By Elvis, which. Oh, by Elvis himself. Yeah. Of course. By the actual Elvis. Yeah. yeah. He, he went all out. Real life Elvis. Yeah. Dang, Nick. Spend him. And then four days later, uh, filed for annulment and claims that he was too drunk to realize that he was getting actually getting married. <laughs> Sure. Which just sounds like a, a Nicolas Cage move. It just seems like you could save a lot of money, like not dealing with the government so much. With like a, you can just tell them like, "Yo, spell our names wrong" or something, so you can have all the wedding adventure and the Elvis marrying you and stuff, but not walk away with any government contract. It seems like those, you know. Yeah. Mail that if, in. if you catch it early enough, you, know, you can. If you uh, catch it early enough, it's fine. You can get the annulment, and uh, <laughs> you know. That morning after annulment. Before it before it spreads. <laughs> before it spreads and infects yeah. your life. How do you think that all played out for him? He's too drunk. Hip. Goes to the wedding. Gets married. Between that and four days, there had to be some revelation. No, the revelation or, was people made bets on it. Someone was taking money on how long his marriage would last. Mm-hmm. And he had skin in the annulling it right away. Yeah. So there's probably like <laughs> half a dozen people at least. Do you that think like, that's how he's going to win back his money? He had a Deadpool for this and he bet four days under a different name. And oh, so man. now he's going in to collect. That's a move. Yeah. yeah. That's that's like next level right it's there. Celebrity wedding money. It's the new thing to bet on. Celebrityweddingbetting.com, right? Celebrityweddingbetting.com. <laughs> So new, new sponsor, check them out. Celebrityweddingbedding.com. This is their theme song. It sounds like distant, scary airplanes. Or was he having a flashback of uh, like leaving Las Vegas? Con Air. Con Air, yeah. He was having a Con Air flashback. Gotcha, okay. Yeah, because they crashed that, that plane on the strip, and it fell through the, <laughs> the sign. At Hard Rock, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is totally <laughs> on the strip. <laughs> it's been a minute since I've seen that movie. So once he gets off the airplane, he, you know, he just gets trashed, marries the first cocktail waitress he finds, and four days later, cha-ching. Cha-ching. Yeah. Oh, be- oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it would be even better if he just like walked into someone else's wedding and the chick decided to marry him instead. <laughs> He's like, hey, I'm here. Why don't you get married? I'm like, yeah, I'm Nick Cage. Yeah, it's like he, Ultimate Wedding Crasher. 
Right. It's like I was in Con Air. Steal the bride. Yeah. <laughs> I was in Con Air. That one. That's his pull. I was in Con Air though. You remember? I was, I was like, in, I was in Bangkok Dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Actual movie title. Oh man. I do have a Nick Cage gem that I think everyone should watch. It's called Bad Lieutenant. And I've that, heard about oh, yeah. that one is the most Nicolas Cage you can get in a movie. And also the plot. Just it's great. He's a crooked cop. Yeah. And he just it's well named. Oh man, he yeah, he's he's a crooked cop. He's doing all these drugs. He's on a downward spiral, and then there's a twist ending, and you're just like, wow, that's great. He's like hallucinating iguanas in the movie. Oh, man. It's, <laughs> all it's right, I'm going to check it out now. Top notch. Highly recommend. Yeah. It's not a comedy. <laughs> oh, but you're going to have some good laughs. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Nice. Another, actually, one of my favorite movies is uh, Adaptation. Which was written by the same dude who did um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Okay. Um, so it's kind of wacky like that, but Nick Cage plays the writer of the movie and his twin brother, who doesn't actually exist in real life. He's just like a plot device. Mm. It's like Fight Club, you only have to buy one actor. Yeah, but like he's not like hallucinating his brother. In the movie, his brother's real, but in real life, the writer who he's playing doesn't have a brother. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But it's a good flick. It's really, I made a, mm, really bizarre. Sound, but I didn't actually get it. But go on. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, well, just, mm, <laughs> just mm it up. Mm, along at home. Mm. <laughs> All right. So I think mm. this is uh, this is my last nugget. You enjoy the headphones when you do that. Mm. <laughs> I'm glad I don't have headphones for that one. <laughs> it's, it's when I. Uh, it's like when I did the Marge Simpson or not Marge Simpson, uh, Selma. Oh yeah. You should leave Homer. Marge, can you get me some smokes? MacGyver's on. <laughs> what is MacGyver up to these days? I just don't he's know. A, he's a, he works at McDonald's. <laughs> MacGyver, McDonald's Giver. There's like little toys and they it's like a paper clip and some tape. <laughs> That's your toy. Yeah. Like, we need more toys. We're out of toys. <laughs> There's this elaborate full color instruction manual that all the money went into, and it's like a paper clip and a rubber band and like a, a ballpoint pen. I'd watch that show. Yeah. That's what you get as your McDonald's <laughs> toy. That's what they give out now. It's like. I love it. A cassette tape that starts smoking. I don't think like Mission Impossible. All right. We have an AI. So we love AI stories here. Um, usually they just beat people at games, but people actually do um, interesting research and they can uh, do impressive things like um, diagnose cancer better than humans can, um, lots of other good things. But they developed one that can predict when people uh, will die, basically, um, with like 76% accuracy. Like mm. their death date based on like circumstances and stuff? No. Yeah, like on, uh, let's see, demographic, biometric, clinical, and lifestyle information. Um, so they loaded it with like 500,000 people. Um, and so they loaded like past information, like uh, that they, they had information on these people for over 15 or 20 years or something. So they loaded the earliest information they gathered on these people into this machine and had it predict which 
of them would um, die an early death. And it did so with a 76% accuracy, which is pretty crazy. Well, it's also easy if you just kill a certain percentage of the people you predicted they would die when they die. So if, like, the machine says, you will die in 11 minutes, 11 minutes later, it just, like, murders you. It's like this murder (laughs) machine. Then you get, like, sweet stats. It's, like, total science then. Yeah. Well, no, the thing is, like, so, like, the information started from, like, 20 years ago, let's say. So these people that it predicted would die were already, had, had already died. But they died early but the machine didn't know that. Oh, so so they, they basically gave it like, you know, the original information. Oh, and said, stats of people that already died. But it gave them like their, their, their medical, all that information of when they were alive. Um, right and then on. from that information, said determine which of these people will die um, early than like whatever, you know, the... Uh, whatever. That's you know way what better than my AI idea. I was, I was honestly thinking. Are you uh, thinking of mine? Yeah, a little bit. With uh, how, uh, how many people around you and where are they that are about to say Pirates of the Caribbean rather than Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean, unironically. That's what you were thinking of, right? Uh, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking it was AI real had... predictors of like people. I'm like, well, wait, how did they know that? Like the, the AI. But the AI is not going to be able to predict... Like when you're going to die, it's predicted. I get it. Yeah. But it can predict who and when and where someone's going to say like Pirates it, of the Caribbean. It could be a good predictor of when someone's going to say Pirates of the Caribbean. Or Pirates of the Caribbean, but referring to Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. But unironically. Yeah. Or, or I'll also settle for referring, referring to the space, you know, as, as the Caribbean. So the Caribbean. What about the Barbados versus Barbados argument? <laughs> I just say both. Just switch them. You have to alternate every time. There's people that say Barbados? <laughs> Barbados? I've only heard Barbados. Yeah. I'm just saying. it's uh, it, If there's an app that'll introduce me to someone that'll unironically just straight-faced say Barbados to me. <laughs> it's like, like Premium. When you, it's like I'll when do you that s- with no ads. It's like when you see the name Barbara. <laughs> and you're like, is that Barbara? And you're like, no, you're just an idiot. Yeah, it's like those Hannah, <laughs> Hannah Barbara cartoons. Yeah. Or did you guys, did you guys ever watch uh, Fly of the Concords? Yeah, here and there. Yeah, there's one episode where uh, they get, um, they meet a woman and, and she pronounces her name Brabra. <laughs> Brabra, yeah. And so they're like, the whole episode is just about, he's like, is her name Barbara? And she just pronounces it weird or is it Brabra? And it was, it was Brabra. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. That's a great show. Check it that's, out. That's good. Yeah. Brom, brom. But yeah, I don't know. I like your idea was of uh, the AI that actually... Um, that actually entertains us and does something useful for once. Or it kills people. It's yeah. like, hey, I predicted you would die and, and, and it happens. Ah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> that's the better AI. 100% guarantee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you go in and it's like, it's like a booth. Yeah, you, know, you just go in and put your information in. You're like, I just, I just want to see when I'm gonna die. And then it's like, right now. Yeah. In five, four, <laughs> three, two, one. <laughs> nice. Had to count down to something, so it had to be good. Yeah. What if it was? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that fits. Mauled by tigers. <laughs> yeah, it just has tigers on standby. 
All right. I like it. I can deal with that. All right. I do have some. Can I hear it in the other room now? <laughs> the delay. Yeah, that, I'm glad it's not super loud. It was tripping me out earlier. Getting self conscious about the weird stuff I said like six seconds later or whatever. Yeah, I'm like, oh man, do I really sound like that? Oh God. That's why I have to wear headphones. Yeah, right. Um, do you have a media recommendation since we're toward the yeah, end? Yeah, time's for plugs. Time yeah. oh, is um, for well. plugs. Is. As the internet should know, I play in a band. It's called Bounty Hunter Brothers. We've got an album coming out. We've got several albums out already online. Bountyhunterbrothers.bandcamp.com, your resource for all things Bounty Hunter Brothers. That includes hunters, bounties, bounty hunters, hunter brothers, brothers that are bounties, and the bounties of hunters that are brothers. Brothers for which there are bounties. Yeah. Yeah. That's and off. of which people hunt. Bounty paper towels given to brothers by other brothers. The Hunter family. <laughs> <laughs> Ancestral castle in Scotland. First names such as Hunter S. Thompson. Or just some kid that you knew back in fourth grade named Hunter. <laughs> and then you lost contact with him. Jägermeister, which in English means the master hunter. Yeah, so bountyhunterbrothers.bandcamp.com, your resource for all of this and more. Yeah. Nice. Are you playing any shows coming up? Um, the only show that I have on the books is with K. Killfeather. That's K, spelled with a K, Killfeather. With one L. Listen, yes, one, one L. L. Just one. Don't add it to, like, kill. Kill feather. Like your New York. Kill feather. Anyway, we're playing uh, Pahrump uh, next Saturday. Sweet. Uh, next to an abandoned golf course. That's what, I, that's what I've been told. For that abandoned golf. I mean, the golf course, people still use it. They just play uh, golf with reckless abandon. Can it be, like, haunted? You just say it's haunted. Yeah, it's, it's haunted. Well, what? Why That's else why do you it's think abandoned. it's abandoned? There's yeah, like exactly. robot hands that reach out and grab your ball and just throw it and stuff like that. <laughs> like you, your ball lands in a certain spot and there's like traps. You think you get a hole in one? Fuck that. I'm just it right out. I'm describing miniature golf. There should just be haunted miniature golf because <laughs> the parts I'm describing are, are crucial to miniature golf even. There's like tunnels it goes through. There's like a haunted windmill. See, there's not enough jump scares in miniature golf. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I feel that way about a lot of things in life. That you, other people wouldn't agree with me on. You just need to go to a mini golf course and have people scream <laughs> out of nowhere. Dude, that would be crazy, like a haunted house slash mini golf. Oh, That's, man. This actually is good, though. We're getting into a good idea here. Yeah, yeah, no. This is serious money. The, you don't want jump scares driving, though. Driving is one activity I'd turn down the jump scares on. Yeah. It's like, that's a, that's a secret mode we're going to take out of the car. We're, no one wants that Tesla feature. The, the, you know, the fart feature where if you get a Tesla, you can turn on a mode where it makes fart sounds and you can tell, tell the car where in the car you want the fart sound to come it does, from. It doesn't do that, does it? I promise to Moses, this is like an uh, Easter egg they added, but like then made public. So it's like... Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty mm. ridiculous. I promise it's real. I so that's my media recommendation. I still don't believe you. But no, I... I, I kind of like the uh, the jump scare in the car as an option. I like that. Like sitting <laughs> down with stronger. a salesman. 
Yeah. I was like, you sure you don't want the jump scare? He's like, you know, it'll get you the first time, but, you know, the passengers are going to love it. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, once you get used to it, the, it's for the passengers, really. Yeah, the fun never ends. Okay, I've got a perfect story real quick that goes with this. Uh, we used to do this thing called alien hunting where we drive around the middle of the desert with a car full of friends and just look for aliens, try to find them. One time we found a driveway lined with bones on either side. So sometimes a dog would chase us. But we had this one friend that invented this thing that I carried on to this day. His name is Glenn Matlock. Shout out. So Glenn Matlock, he was uh, back in the back seat by the door. And as we were turning, he threw his door open and screamed. And the dome light came on, too. And we all panicked. The car was suddenly decompressing. There was wind around. The car was turning at the same time. Oh, he, he was like leaning out. Dome light came on all of a sudden. Just the whole environment of the car changed dramatically. Mm-hmm. So I would do that to anyone that hadn't been in a car where this occurred yet. Oh, so man. anyone that knew me in high school has probably had this done to them at some point. My condolences. Did it go over well most of the time? Totally depends. Yeah. That is a really hit or miss thing to do to people. Because someone's just driving you home from school or whatever. They're like, thanks. I didn't realize we lived so close. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) It's delicious. Almost as good as Fun South, which was a dirt road named South. And it allowed the car to travel sideways easier than on a regular road when... You know, you turn one way, then you rapidly turn the other way as you brake. Maybe grab the handbrake. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, are we are we cleaning it out? Are we any last? Yeah, I got um, last media recommendation from me is on Netflix. Uh, Love, Death, and Robots. It's a mm-hmm. collection of 18 short films. Um, they range from like six minutes to 19 minutes. Average is like. 10 to 15 or so. Um, really interesting. They're kind of all over the map. A lot of sci-fi, a little horror, uh, a few comedic ones. But some of them, the CGI is like pretty unbelievable. Um, yeah, that's it. It's badass though. Say yeah. one more time. Love, Death, and Robots. I always remember two out of the three of those. Anyhow. Yeah, we did it. Seems like there's an extra explosion going on. It's kind of rumbly, right? Oh, there was another explosion. Okay. Anyway, this has been Greasy Conversation. You can check us out. Just type in waz.lol if you can't spell all the greasy conversations or whatever. We're on RadioVegas.rocks where you can mention that to our sponsors and get magical percentages off. You can get 10% off of Brothers Pizza as well. Mention RadioVegas.rocks. Maybe it's 15%. It might even be more than we think. Just tell everybody Radio Vegas Rocks near you. Mention that. No, it's 10 for them and 15 for another restaurant. Any restaurant you go to, mention Radio Vegas.rocks. That's what you got to do. 